is that a pretty good accent? If I was like, mate, oi, oi. That's pretty good, right? <laughs> Stand-up comedian, writer, mum, nurse, myositis warrior, body-positive woman, Catherine McClintock, shoots on Garden City, Winnipeg. Money shot. What's this guy doing up here in Manitoba? It's the Manitoba Money Shot Podcast with me, Ronald George Moore. And now, three Donald Trumps ordering in a restaurant. Hey, waiter. Excuse me. Hello. I've been waiting uh, for I'm five hours. I'm the president hours. of the United States. I uh, want I'm my hamburger now. Hungry. Yes, please. My hair. I want my hungry. Uh, I'm a big, I'm the biggest tipper you'll ever see. I'll give you a million bucks to be right now. Please, it's for service. Um, All I want is two eggs. Trump better than Obama. Trump better than Obama. Past our apartment door. There they go again. Anyway, welcome to Sugar Bomb Breakfast Podcast. What? No. This is the Manitoba Money Shot Podcast. Duh. With me, Ron George Moore. Duh. Hope you're having a good morning. Duh. <laughs> Hope you're having fun. It's going to be a good day. It's the last day of 2019. So um, everyone's in a in a crazy mood, like a whole like, ah, oh, it's the end of something, but it's new. It's all, you know. However you're feeling, I hope you're having a good day or will have a good day today. Um, the Sugar Bomb Breakfast Podcast. Yeah, that uh, is something I started to do with my son and daughter when they were very young. Just for fun, during breakfast, I'd uh, just hit record on the old voice memo on the iPhone. It was a lot of fun. We'd only made it like 10 minutes. And uh, the... The theme banging on the table there is from the Blues Brothers. I don't know if you know that song, but uh, it's just uh, a lot of fun. Just a lot of fun. Just an excuse to bang and yell and scream and talk about movies and and kids stuff. Um, but eventually I did put it on iTunes, the Sugar Bomb Breakfast Podcast. I started putting episodes, episodes up. And it was pretty cool until I realized, well, I don't think the kids are into it anymore. <laughs> You don't want to, like, force them to do anything. At least I don't. And uh, it'll, it'll be there if we ever want to do another episode. There came a point where uh, someone emailed me on through SoundCloud about um, joining up with them. You get a lot of that on SoundCloud. You get a lot of people like, oh, let me promote your show. Let me be a part of this, a part of that. And I'm just like, eh, I don't trust anything on the Internet. Do you? No one does. How can you? Here's a prime example. I'm just searching the show on Google, and then I see that um, I'm on CastBox. What the, what the hell? I, so I go, and yeah, for, for I guess this other platform just kind of took my RSS feed, put it on their website, and uh, then said, oh, is this your uh, podcast? Claim it and be a part of our group. Well, I, didn't, I don't want to be a part of your group. You didn't ask me. You just, put my, you just stole my show. <laughs> yeah. But that's the internet. They're going to take and take and take, right? So, yeah, Sugar Bomb's been 2000, about 2012. Uh, and uh, basically all the episodes I took off. But there is one there if you want to check it out. Or, and if you subscribe, who knows? Maybe in the future we'll do it again. Um, so that brings us to today's show. Today's show, we have a wicked guest, uh, Catherine McClintock. She, uh, it's funny because uh, with SoundCloud... You can, it gives you the stats of how many uh, people are listening or at least clicking on your links and, and uh, where they're clicking from. And uh, recently I noticed there was an Australian listener and I was, <laughs> I was like, wow, that's kind of needed that the show actually reaches out to, uh, you know, the States and Germany and Korea and other places around the world. It's fucking awesome. And that's the beauty of this show, that Manitobans aren't just compressed into one prairie province. We are spread out globally. 
And every Christmas, the, th- the same thing happens where all these Manitobans come back for home for the holidays, for the warm fireplaces and the, the cozy freaking uh, snowstorms. I don't know. But anyway, so Catherine made some time to drop by Crap Central, as I like to call the shithole. It's a little bit nicer than saying shithole. <laughs> but yeah, it was great. We had a great talk. It was our uh, first time we met each other and it was super fun. And uh, I think you're really going to enjoy the conversation that we had. So yeah, what else can I tell you? I can tell you about, um, oh yeah, the usual. Hey, we're on iTunes and Stitcher and SoundCloud and uh, join, subscribe, listen. <laughs> join, subscribe and listen in that order, please. I've had lots of amazing guests so far on the show, and in the future, they're just going to get bigger and badder and boozier, because now I'm back on the drinking. Uh, 2019, I didn't have a drop of booze. A nice little challenge to see if I could do it. It was the 20th anniversary. I didn't have any booze in 1999. 2019, I shut her off again. So that means 2039. Ugh. At least I can get a lot of drinking in before then. Um, what else to say? Oh, yeah. Uh, we're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. And we're on YouTube. Um, you know, I try to add more. The Twitter feed is what I really try to add supplemental material as far as, like, pictures and links. And, and um, I try to retweet friends of the show, thoughts, friends of the show. They're my thoughts. <laughs> and... Yeah, so I suggest join that Twitter account, the Matt Tobin Shop Podcast. Um, search it up on on those. And also Patreon. I, I, it's funny, I, I said in the last episode that it's launched, and then I realized, ah, oh, you know what? It's not launched. Hmm. But it is. It's out there. Um, feel free to go to patreon.com uh, backslash the Manitoba Money Shot Podcast. I don't know. You know, search it once again. And uh, feel free to donate a little bit of dough. Or not, you do you, okay? Do you the best you that you can do. All right, back on track. Uh, We're talking Catherine McClintock, and she's on the show to promote her uh, comedy festival. She's in the Melbourne International Comedy Festival, bros. Uh, That festival runs from March 25th to April 15th in Melbourne, Australia. It's hard not to do uh, an accent, uh, a shitty Australian accent when you're talking about Australia, but I'll refrain. Uh, She has a a big old show happening there. A little brief description says, uh, with a silly style of stand-up that'll have you in stitches, Catherine delivers a delightful debut solo show about rejecting expectations and serving up some shit. And it runs at the uh, Tasma Terrence... The Tasma Terrace, sorry, Tasma Terrace Tiny, it's listed here, and of course Melbourne, and you can uh, catch her, all shows start at 7 o'clock, that would be April 6th, 7th, 8th, 9th, 10th, the 12th, 13th, 14th, 15th, 16th, 17th, and the 19th. All tickets are 25 Australian dollars, and um, if you want to... Make it a little cheaper. There's a couple of preview nights and also Tight Arse Tuesdays. $20. That's a good deal. And if you want to check out more Catherine, please check out her website. She has a website. It's called CatherineMcClintock.com. And for more about the Melbourne International Comedy Festival, go to its website. And that website is ComedyFestival.com.au. Thank you for listening to the program. I, I so much appreciate you clicking on it. And also, I want to say thanks to uh, all the previous guests and of other episodes, of all the other episodes, which are Dan Goldberg, Aaron Murky, Chris Kilray, Leslie Hughes, Sarah's Epic Channel, Improvision, Corey Falvo, Dana Leotold, Scott Porteous, Frightfully Forgotten, Bazooka Joe, Dana Smith, Tim Gray, Martin R. Howell, Kara Litwin, Kathy Herbert. Corey Wojcik, uh, Jeff Hughes, Veronica Turnipolsky, Lee White, Anna Damaskin, Keener, Carolyn Gray, woo, Joseph Schneider, J.D. Renault, Robin Maharaj, Jeff Sinclair, Alyssa Blackwolf-Kixon, and we started all off in 2018, March, with Derek Kixon. 
Anyway, have a wonderful new year. Hope to see you again. Love you so much. Bye! We're rolling. Hey! Hey! How you doing? Oh my goodness, look at this. It's a brand new guest, brand new show, Catherine McClintock. And I'm saying that right. That's right. That is right. Yes. Catherine McClintock. Yeah. And you're here uh, in Winnipeg because um, you were born and raised. That's right. In Winnipeg, but you don't live here. No, no. I don't. I live down under. Yeah, not, down that's under. That's not a euphemism. <laughs> in Australia, Australia, Australia. You live in Australia. Australia. And also, you should uh, say that you're a comedian. You do comedy. I am. Yes. You do stand-up comedy. I do. Yes. You've uh, you do fringes. Fringe. You have a one-woman show. Uh, yes, it's a, a stand-up hour. Uh, a lot of comedians in Australia. Uh, it's a little bit different comedy down there. Um, they, you get a you get yourself ready and you do an hour of stand-up and you usually try it at a fringe first before you go to the Melbourne International Comedy Festival mm-hmm. or the Sydney. Comedy Comedy Festival, right, and there's heaps right. of other festivals around, but that's how uh, people sort of hone their craft and make money, is by doing hour-long shows, and they often do an hour-long show every year, so they'll come up with a new wow. show the next year. Yeah, yeah. I think Louis C.K. kind of the one who was like saying every year he... He kills all his material and he starts fresh every year. And yeah. so all the other all the other comics are like, oh my god, is that what I got to do now? Yeah, <laughs> like know? it definitely happens. Um, it feels like it's a lot different to how things happen here, where people like, from my understanding, anyway, they get their tight five and then they sort of keep practicing their five. Exactly. You know that yeah. kind of thing. I mean, yeah. some people do that a little bit over there, but um, yeah. <laughs> well, we're going to talk about uh, comedy in Australia. We're going to talk about how you fell into it, how what you what you're doing over there, and but what I always do on the show is we go right back to where you were born. You were born in Winnipeg, we know that, but the big reveal for what part of the city is is Garden City. Garden City, yes, right. Now that's in the north. I don't know much about it. What what can you tell me about Garden uh, City? Okay, so I lived um, sort of in this like little square sort of, uh, oh gosh, get my directions right. So east of McPhillips, south yeah. of Jefferson, mm-hmm. and then there was Airlies and Inkster, sort of that was the square right, I lived right. in. Yeah, cool. quite a little small pocket that was great. Um, I could just go outside and play in the neighborhood and right. wait for my parents to call me. And I, you know, as long as I could hear them, I could stay out as long as I wanted to. Oh, really? Uh, there was a lot of freedom. That, a lot of freedom, yeah. Kid. There was as a park a two doors down where mm-hmm. they would, you know, put water and make an ice rink. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, my school was in walking distance. It was great. What I loved school? It. What elementary school? Uh, Collicut. No. Collicut School. Yeah, <laughs> it's a little school. Yeah. I went there to visit, actually. Last week, um, right. with my kids. Because we, uh, we should mention that you're just in town for the holidays. That's right. And you're visiting friends and family, and then you yes. zip back to uh, Australia. Yeah. So I lived in Garden City until I was 13. Mm-hmm. Um, so the you know my memories are up until there. I went to Jefferson High um, Junior High for one year in grade seven before I moved. Right. 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 Yeah. But when you were in elementary, you're still that young. Yeah. You know, the single digits, eight, nine. What, what kind of stuff were you into at that age? Do you remember uh, back then, that far back? <laughs> uh, I was into, um, like, Debbie Gibson and <laughs> Tiffany. <laughs> <laughs> wow, because I wouldn't think you're that old. You don't look too old to me. People tell me that. Yeah, you To which I face. say, fat don't crack. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> <laughs> That's my response. Right. It's my long-term plan for aging well. Were you doing any kind of uh, sports or anything like that? Like uh, early yeah, I was on, sporty. I was um, into uh, basketball. I had right. a teacher, my favorite. And this teacher. would still be in uh, Garden City. In Garden City, wow. Yeah, at grade five, um, uh, I had a teacher, Mr. K. He was the best. Um, and yeah, he would do uh, a lot of basketball after school and that sort of thing. So it wasn't competitive, but I was into that. Yeah. Uh, I was really. Oh my god. Uh, my family was into bowling, so we went 10-pin bowling. <laughs> well, nothing wrong with bowling. Every week. Nothing wrong with that. No, That's a great, wholesome family activity, right? <laughs> yeah. Five-pin or 10-pin? 10-pin. 10 10 yeah, there was, a, there was a bowling, there was a, uh, bowling alley sort of right near mm-hmm. our house, and then I used to go. For sure. The smoky bowling alley back then, too, I'm sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Cigarette smoke everywhere. Yeah. Did your parents try to get you into a musical instrument? I know that's big uh, with, with not kids. Not at that age. Uh, grade 7, when I went to junior high, I started playing the trumpet. 
Oh yeah, you get to sign the yeah. instrument. Why did you I pick trumpet? Play the, I wanted to play the flute, but the mm-hmm. teacher told me I couldn't. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe there were too many flute players, and they assigned me the trumpet instead. So yeah, you went and tried out different ones, and that's when you want to be the teacher's pet so you can get your first choice, right? Like yeah. of the instrument. I got. I, I, got I don't stuck know. Maybe with, my lips weren't right for it. I say I stuck with French horn, and it was the worst in, instrument. I hated it so much. Oh, really? Ugh, it was I love. I did wind up loving the trumpet, um, but yeah. No, but it's not. Do you have? Do you still own a trumpet? I do. House? It's my original one. I moved it all the way to Australia, but I don't play it because it's really. It right. needs a lot of work. Any, were, any places that you hung out with you and your buds in, in uh, Garden City? Any specific oh. like restaurants or stores that you like to no, hang out? No, well, because uh, we were uh, close to Northgate uh, Shopping Center, I always tried to get there. But my, uh, yeah, my dad was a little bit like worried. He's always like an anxious person, <laughs> worried you're going to get murdered. So he didn't oh, like sure. me going to the mall. <laughs> right, right. That doesn't mean we didn't sneak there, but you yeah. know. Yeah. I feel that way with my own kids. I have two. Yeah. I have a boy and a girl, and yeah. they're like, you know, hitting their teens, and yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't like it at all. <laughs> it's just up it's to too, no good at the mall. Too stress. <laughs> Kurt, you're a mom as well, right? That's right. Yeah. yeah. How many kids? Yeah. I have two. Uh, there's boy seven, and a girl. Boy and a girl. Hey, hey, it's the best. You got it is the, the best. Set. I love it. There's seven and four. No, five now, actually. Seven and five. Yeah. Nice. Well, congratulations. Thank you. So, and then uh, I guess your parents just wanted to get out of Garden City, or why did you move? Yeah, my dad was keen to get us out of there. Uh, I guess he just, I don't know. He, he liked, he wanted to buy a new house, and he had sort of been looking in other areas, and he just decided on South St. Vitale. South St. Vitale. That's right. Oh, well, all, AKA Old St. Vitale? No, no. Like, uh, so not, we were in Norman Park, which is not sort of across St. Mary's from um, River Park South. Mm, okay, River Park South. So south, uh, you go south on St. Mary's, and then just before the perimeter, there's this little um, pocket called yes. Norman Park on right. the right. And it was it must have been a brand new home. Brand new home. Right on, right on. And uh, so you you said goodbye yeah. to uh, Garden City yes. High School? Is that right? Uh, uh, Jefferson Junior High at Jefferson the time. Jefferson Junior High. And yeah. then you... I went to Minnetonka. Which, Minnetonka High? Which was, well, it was from, that was actually from kindergarten all the way through to grade nine mm-hmm. at the time. Wow, okay. Yeah. And then, so was it, did you have to say goodbye to your friends? Or did. did you kind of keep in contact? Oh, even I kept in contact. Um, you're not that far. <laughs> well, in the long run, no, but when you can't drive. <laughs> True. Yeah. But weren't you, didn't you take the bus as a kid or was it the same thing? I don't want you on the bus, young uh, lady, young I took the bus to school sometimes, but other than that, no. But not, not really. downtown. Not downtown, no. That's where people get murdered. Is what my dad. My mom say. still would never, <laughs> ever go downtown. Like, won't even drive through downtown. Yeah. She's afraid of someone's going to carjack her. And not to say that it might not happen. Who knows? But uh, <laughs> yeah, it's what we're known for. Murder capital, right? Like, yeah. even though this year I think I'd be, we be, we broke our own record. Yeah. With forty-two, I think forty-two mm. homicides. The director of my show is like, you can't not mention that because I've got a little part of my show where I talk about being, you know, from Canada. Yeah, she's yeah. like, there's a way to make that funny. <laughs> yeah. Strangely enough. People are kind of impressed. Oh, wow. That's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So now you're in old, no, South St. Patel. Yes. St. Patel South. Yeah. And uh, it's kind of a new school, new friends. Yeah. How did you adapt? Um, Fairly well? Uh, I made some great friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, I was bullied a little bit. Yeah. Uh, new kids. You know, I went from like being fairly popular to, you know, it's because they all had all known each other for years by the right. time I came on the scene in grade eight. Yeah. So, so yeah, you're, that was a little bit hard. You would have been bullied just because you're the new person. You're the one, hey, we better make fun of this person. So no one makes fun of, of me, yeah. you know, I yeah. be part of the group and whatnot. All right. What did you, did you get good grades? Yes, I did then. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the, I became very academic focused and right. I was a band kid a, and... Yeah. You were a, a, a band, oh, in band, band trumpet. In trumpet. Doing yeah. the trumpet. Still, what about basketball? Did you continue with the basketball? I continued with sports uh, through grade 10. Uh, I wasn't always the best, <laughs> but I like had spirit. You know, I kept trying, that kind of thing. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I kept through with grade 10, and then I sort of um, quit to focus on my studies. Right, right. At the time. So yeah. You, you got to get the priorities. I'm sure dad's on you. Get those priorities. <laughs> Pretty much, get yeah. Down there. It's good. Mm-hmm. Um you're going to school, you're getting to good grades, you know, yeah. like, no wonder you're getting bullied. Everyone's so uh, I know, I was pretty, yeah, I was kind of a stress ball about the 
grades and things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you get older and you realize it doesn't matter. But anyway. It really doesn't matter. It really does yeah, not that's matter. the one thing you just don't know. Like you can't live in that. You know, it's always about the here and now and what's going on. Yeah. It's hard to think, oh, in 20 years, this ain't going to matter, mm-hmm. you know? Um, okay. So but high you... school was great after I got out of, yeah, junior high. High school was great. Right. I and what was the high school? Dakota. Dakota. Yeah. Dakota. Yeah. See, to me, now I could be wrong because I never went to Dakota, but I thought I had a reputation of being kind of a tough school. I thought it was fine. At the time, um, my best friend, uh, so we could choose from Minnetonka, we could choose Dakota or Glen Lawn. Mm-hmm. Um, and so even though I was really into band and sort of had, you know, ideas that I probably would like theater and that kind of thing, um, my best friend was really more science focused. Yeah. And I also quite like science as well. So um, apparently at the time, the science program was better at Dakota. So yeah. Um, yeah, we decided to go to Dakota. You didn't really notice a particular like bad scene that that was happening. And you just, nah, eh, no. not really. I was kind of in the uh, oh god, I sound like such a dork. I was in the honors classes, and so I probably <laughs> <laughs> nothing wrong with being a dork. In fact, you know, now yeah. you want to be the dork. Yeah, I don't know if that's true though. But <laughs> no, everybody kind of got along. Like I didn't really feel my experience was mm. great. Um, there was no sort of you know. Uh, top dogs in the school that would like prey on the younger people from right. my from my perspective anyway right it felt right. okay um and then did you take a year off or did you jump right into university no nah, i went straight to uni as the australians would say uni uni <laughs> the worst accent i can't do it <laughs> cannot do it uh, uh which university uh u of m u of m at the time i don't know why i didn't realize that i could go other places besides Winnipeg, but right. um, I started doing a Bachelor of Science at mm-hmm. U of M. Yeah. And okay the first year. I just, I didn't transition super well, just um, just because I was, I had great teachers in high school, got good grades, and then I just sort of struggled with, um, I'm a terrible studier, like I'm a crammer. You can't do that at university. No. <laughs> no, especially not, I think it really hit home with like organic chemistry and stuff, and I was like... Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> this is why I should have been doing, uh, you know, um, studying more consistently up right. until that point. But yeah. Right. Did mm. you? So you buckled down, or, or would you switch? No, it up? I kind of switched because I was feeling a little bit lost. Like I didn't quite know what I wanted to do. Yeah. Because um, that had been my goal for several years prior to that, and I still thought, okay, well, maybe I can sort of. I just I went to the you know the counselors they have there like the career counselors and I right. tried everything I was like I like to travel maybe I'll do travel <laughs> travel right. agent yeah, maybe yeah, I'll yeah. do this maybe we'll do that you know and <laughs> I don't know the the uh, the I feel like now there's a whole uh, it's much broader the ideas of things that you can do with your life mm-hmm. whereas at the time I had these very discreet ideas of things right. that you could there's do only a few pockets that you want that you were available yeah you and so. Yeah, but I finally settled on nursing because I do like to help people. And I thought, well, I'm really interested in the biology sort of thing. So I'll do that. And then I can do nursing and then I uh, can apply to medicine after that because it's maybe even easier to get in after you have, you know, you're in a different stream of yeah, acceptance. You have your whatever. Yes, yeah, so I thought I would do that. Uh, that's really cool. How many years? How many years did it take? Become a nurse. Uh, so, because I, because I switched, it wound up being, oh, sorry, I started going to uni in 1997 and I graduated in 2002, so five years all Oh, up. five years. Yeah. Yeah. And did, did we able to capture a little bit of that campus life of like no, beer pong? No, I was too, and... I was very, <laughs> I was very responsible, like, because mm-hmm. of the way that I grew up, I was always this like. Uh, ultra responsible person. Like wow. I went on a Kentucky tour. You know how everybody. I don't know what that is. A Kentucky tour. Yeah, I don't oh, know. Okay, so um, I went with a girlfriend. We went to um, Europe, and it's like a tour that takes you on a bus to all the different cities and stuff. And they're notorious for being just like a big piss up, and everybody sleeps with each other, and blah blah blah. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I didn't sleep with anybody. Right. <laughs> and when everybody went to Amsterdam. <laughs> I didn't smoke weed because I was like, somebody has to be responsible and right. look after everybody. <laughs> that was me. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow. 
So your dad had no worries with you. No. <sighs> That's amazing. Mm. Like very special because how often, like even you never felt the temptations or peer Absolutely. pressure. Absolutely. Well, yeah, yeah. Right. Um, Especially with just, Amsterdam. Well, now it's it's coming out now. Like I'm not going to have a midlife <laughs> Just before midnight crisis or anything. Yeah. But that's kind of what my show is about, is sort of learning to um, let go of those expectations, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Okay. For sure. And just... Say fuck more. Just say, let oh, is it, it lose, okay? Let Are you happy go. for me to swear? I, I love it. Okay. So say it again. <laughs> fuck. Fuck yeah. Love it. <laughs> now you're in Australia. Okay, so let's let's talk about what happened between after yeah, yeah. university and then how you managed to end up in Australia. Yeah. You've been there a while. You've been there over 10 years, we spoke before. And so what happened? What happened? Where, okay. where did you start working after? Uh, HSC. How long did you work there? Uh, two years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I started off doing, um, I sort of worked half trauma surgery, half uh, on the medicine floor. And then wow. I went, yeah. Was it as, much as, like as a, a, new graduate, a television show? No, no, not once people got to the ward. Um, so I started off doing that, that and then I went just to the medical floor, spent most of my time there. Um, and so that was a couple of years. And I was sort of looking for adventures. I backpacked in Australia. I had friends there because uh, during high school we went on this trip uh, to Japan and there was a, an Australian sister school. Right. So um, I made friends through that and I wanted to visit them. So mm-hmm. I visited them, maintained those friendships. And then when I was You're already in, an international traveler. <sighs> I know. And so I was looking for um, an adventure, I guess. I was still living at home. Right. Um, until I was 26 when I left. <laughs> oh, that's good. I know. And all the free rent. I've got a joke oh. about that, but yeah, it's, um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, that's good. And you get the help out. You're still doing your chores, I imagine. Well, actually- well I lived in the basement. <laughs> oh, I love the basement. You the can't go wrong in the basement. They don't have basements in Australia. So right. having kids, I really miss that because mm-hmm. like, that's where you put the kids. Did you want to leave home or there was, there was, no, was there any, it there was no pressure? It just seemed easier uh, mm-hmm. and also cheaper mm-hmm. uh, because I was paying off student loans, you know? Um, and so it was a lot easier and hey, like my parents said it was too long, but my argument is if they really wanted me to leave, uh, they would have stopped packing my lunches right. and doing my laundry. <laughs> Did you have to pay rent? <laughs> no. Oh, see, that was the thing. But I bought groceries sometimes. Okay, well, that's, yeah. that's good. And I would do my laundry. I'm just joking. But like, right. yeah. <laughs> Very good point. They come to visit me in Australia um, uh, once every couple of years, probably. And they, they spend like, because it so expensive and it takes so long to get there mm-hmm. yeah they'll spend two to three months with us at a time mm-hmm. yeah wow really? as an adult like oh gosh i love them they'll probably listen to this i do <laughs> really can you Will imagine they? spending that much time with your parents well, yeah what, what are their first names <laughs> dave, dave and jackie dave and jackie hello dave and jackie <laughs> we're having a fabulous time you've raised a wonderful daughter and they probably here. feel the same about way about me is that <laughs> what they would want you to know <laughs> Uh, okay, so yeah. you're working, you're, you eventually move out of your parents' Yeah, house? so just straight to Australia. So the plan was what? I okay. was going to work there for a year. I, got a, I went through a nursing agency, I got a contract uh, to work there for a year. The plan was I'd go, have fun, come back. Mm-hmm. But then I met my husband. <laughs> but, oh, you met him while you were yeah. just checking out things and... Was it just right from day one? Well, the real story is that before I was there, I put myself online. At the time, it wasn't super common for people to meet online. But um, I just thought, I I won't know anybody um, because I wasn't, uh, I I was going to Melbourne and all my friends were in Sydney, but I just really liked Melbourne when we visited there. So I thought Melbourne will be it. So Mm -hmm. went to Melbourne. put myself on the internet beforehand. So we were already talking before I arrived in Melbourne. Right, right. Yeah. And he lived um, in Tasmania at the time. And how so, far away would that have been? So that's about an hour flight. Yeah, oh, it's, it's, an flight. Is- it's an island. Yeah, so you have to fly over there from Melbourne. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so we actually dated long distance for that whole year. And then you got married? Is- well, before <laughs> I left uh, to come back to Canada, he uh, proposed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was it a romantic uh, proposal? It was. was uh, like, yeah, the <laughs> we he took me to this like place in Launceston, Tasmania, um, that uh, it's like a little pond. Except he forgot that all the ducks would be there, so we were like 
trudging through duck shit to get, get oh to God. the pond. I'm like, what's going on? Like, we had dinner reservations, and I'm like, what's going on? He's being so He's weird. He's about to murder me. I, <laughs> this has all been a sham. And then we sit there like, oh, okay, I see what's going to happen. Right. <laughs> yeah. You saw it coming. I saw, saw it coming. Well, little... at the time, like, yeah, right yeah. then I did, yeah. 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 Well, that's cool. Yeah. And how long have you been together? Uh, so that's, well, since 2004 now, so 15 years. Wow, that's yeah. great. And you have two kids, you got a nice little family, you're mm-hmm. all set up. There, that's nice. Yeah. Um, I noticed on your website uh, you have a nice web page, which is pretty cool. <laughs> Thank you. You're very professional here. CatherineMcClintock.com. Uh, that's right. Very cool. Um, we can. I, I wouldn't mind going over that your website if you don't mind. Just sure. Check it out. I got I'll it right in front of me. Look at it while you're there. I haven't updated it since I made it, so I should probably do that. So when you were going through school. Yes. Uh, were you interested in any of the drama? Like I know they I do was. the Christmas concerts. Did you were you acting in plays? Uh, no. So I was always really interested in it. So if you talk about what, what I was quite creative when I was younger, I did a lot of writing and that sort of thing. Um, and then I was sort of aspired to that, but I didn't have the confidence. And then um, at university, uh, I sort of got into doing some uh, extra work. You know, they were shooting a lot of movies at the time, and oh, I was yeah. just signed up with that, and so yeah. I wound up doing that. And Did I just, I was always stuff. very excited by that and by films and all of that sort of thing. What projects could I see you in as a background performer? Uh, Wishmaster 3. <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm not into horror, so I know <laughs> the series was filmed here. Yeah. Um, uh, and then there's and you're one, in it. You've seen yourself in the movie. Well, like, I know the little blob. You have to pause it. I know the little blob behind there is me. Yeah. Uh, and then in there's a Sarah Pauly one. Uh, oh, I can't remember what it's called. Like the Law of Enclosures or something like that. Yeah. Uh, and it was like this kissing scene. You had to go. <laughs> You had to, we met up at City Hall and they were like recreating this sort of uh, world record kissing, like everybody kissing at once kind of thing. And so they just paired me up with this one guy. Right. (laughs) You turn around, it's like, that's, that's wild. Yeah. I was like, I don't think you're supposed to use your tongue, but he was was going for it. Uh, (laughs) Oh my God. Really? Yeah. Oh shit. How do you? I didn't have a boyfriend, so it was all okay. It was fine. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it was a nice perk. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say, like, oh, this has got to be some sort of work harassment deal. Oh, it would be. It would be, but I had no idea. Yeah, yeah, you don't think about that. It's just exciting being on a set. Um, well, that's cool. So you, you, you were definitely... You had an interest in performing and acting, right? Mm. What about stand-up comedy? Not really. As uh, no, not in st- stand-up wasn't on my radar as something that I ever would have thought of doing. Mm. Um, Were you uh, a fan of stand-up? Uh, more like SNL. Right. Uh, and SCTV and those sorts of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, SNL in particular I used to watch every week. Who was your favorite performer? <sighs> well... Trying yeah. to get the era of when you were watching it. Oh, when I watched it. Oh, I've watched it all the way through. Get out of here. You're not already to your old price. <laughs> yeah, although there's a gap in Australia where I didn't get it, so I didn't see it as much. But, um, you know, like Will Ferrell, uh, Sherry O'Terry kind of thing, and then okay. uh, that one. And then I'm just uh, I'm in love with Tina Fey and Amy Poehler and sure. uh, Kristen yeah. Wiig. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when I lived in Melbourne, uh, when I was nursing, I started doing some short courses in acting there, thinking that was kind of my... Mm, where I would pursue things creatively. Yeah, yeah. and a side gig, loved, maybe get a little extra money. Loved it, yeah. Uh, and then uh, we, I wound up moving to Tasmania, where my husband was, uh, mm-hmm. instead of Melbourne. And there wasn't really much opportunity for that. So it's not, it was something I sort of dabbled in community theater. Um, and then I uh, pursued, I did a... I did a course in sort of a Red River type course in film and TV. Okay. On top of doing my nursing. Right. Um, Just as something I was interested in. So I was doing some screenwriting and that sort of thing, uh, producing some short films uh, there. Nice. And then I had the kids and like, that's your focus for quite a few years. And then the kids come and then, (laughs) all right, everything's on hold. Yeah. And they have this really famous uh, stand-up competition in Australia called Raw Comedy. Uh, people Raw like R-A-W comedy. R-A-W yeah. comedy. And people like uh, you, you've heard of Hannah Gadsby. Hannah Gadsby? Who's done The Net. Yeah, that was yeah, yeah, that's big, right. Yes. Yeah, so she won that several years ago. Oh. So it's it's quite a notable uh, competition. So that uh, comes to Tasmania. And Is she I, Australian? Yeah. 
Oh, I didn't she's know actually that. from Tasmania. So. In the back of my mind, it's like, I'm going to do that one day. Yeah. And now, you know, I'm a little bit older. I've got more confidence. I've done a little bit of theater. I thought, yeah, I'll do that. Um, and so my first time on stage was during that competition. And all of the people, I didn't even know there was a comedy scene in Tasmania. Right. All the people. You hadn't even gone to a lot of stand-up. No, because I was a parent. And I was living in, like, sort of a more country area. I wasn't living in the two major cities where uh, the comedy was, really. Right. Yeah. So my first time doing stand-up was during a heat of this competition. <laughs> and how'd it go? Amazing. It did? <laughs> yeah, first time, way got a better, great, great Way better than I thought. Like, I, you know, I did some study. I watched a lot of, watched a lot of stand-up trying to uh, kind of deconstruct it and figure it out. And, I mean, I had seen stand-up since then. Like, it's not like I completely out of the blue. <laughs> right. It's not like <laughs> you, you know? had no idea nah, what stand-up comedy No, I had an idea. Is. Yeah, yeah. Um... Yeah, and I kind of had this happy accident where the mic stand flopped over like a flaccid penis. Yeah. And I just like... You don't have to do anything. I was like, that's not the first time that happened. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. And so, yeah, I made it through to the state finals. Holy shit, no way. Yeah. How many people would initially start this competition like a hundred or so oh not not in tasmania like tasmania is quite small the population is less than like a third of what winnipeg is so there were so it's like a porch of prairie probably 20 probably 20 people uh would make it like through to the state final like no sorry 20 people would be competing to make it through to the state final Mm -hmm. like in my heat kind of thing so and then there's the national final which i didn't make it to the national final but that's fine yeah and but so still, that's, that's where it started. The fact that you advanced on your first time, that's, that's, yeah. that's pretty sweet. Yeah, and then sweet. I started um, finding out about the different mics that were happening. Mm-hmm. I had oh, to, sorry, what year is this? This is 2017. Um, so, okay, a couple of years ago. Yeah, like at the start of the year. So I, I, I say I've been doing it through for three years. But so, and then you, you started hitting up open mics? Started hitting up open mics. Um, or one open then, mic. This is still tasmania right so there's not a well no there's scene. um there's quite a few uh so they're uh curated open mics so you sign up ahead of time and then you uh then you yeah so you have your little five there's minutes there's a sign minutes. up yeah five minutes and then because um it's sort of you know in melbourne for example um it's all always a different crowd generally or it's just other comedians that you're performing to oh, at yeah. some of the open mics. Right. Um, and so people do kind of tend to stick with that five minutes that they've got at first or try to hone a five-minute set, whereas in Tasmania, uh, because there's a lot of the same people coming to watch you and also, like, you have to come up with new material mm-hmm. and also they have specific new material nights. So I wound up turning over a lot of new stuff and at the same time trying to hone... The you old know, stuff. The yeah. old stuff. Yeah. And then, um, and you would get some really great opportunities that you wouldn't get in in Melbourne at the same level. Uh, so the promoters in Tassie would really like to um, help the, the new people in the state. And yeah. so they would have us opening for some of the big names that would come through. Who are the big names? Well, they're not, they're Australian ones. <laughs> right. But let's see, I, I want to know yeah, if I've ever heard yeah. of these guys. So not Hannah Gatsby, but... Um, there's one uh, I've opened for him a couple times. His name's Randy. He's a, a purple puppet, and he was, he's most recently <laughs> on. Uh, I think he was on NBC. There was a competition on NBC, yeah. um, and so as a result, he started to do more things oh. here in North America now. Yeah, he's amazing. He got he's the exposure, really. Yeah, he's so good. Uh, his name's not Randy. <laughs> he's got a real name, but uh, he doesn't like to. He doesn't like to publicize his real name. So. Right, right. Yeah. He wants to keep his face, you know, separate. From, it's a puppet, right? It's He's a, a puppet. puppet. Yeah, yeah. And the puppet's doing stand-up? Yeah. Wow. That's yeah. kind of neat. So good. It's like Ed the Sock or something. Kind of, yeah. yeah. Anyway. Uh, and then um, another one would be Sam Simmons. Um, he has been... I know he's been in things over here, actually. He's kind of... A little bit absurdist. There's a, there's more absurdist kind of comedians in in Zany Australia. And wacky guys. Yeah, the not typical kind of. Um, and then is that what how it all led to the our fringe show? Pretty much. So, yeah. uh, what happened is um, we decided to move to Melbourne for mm-hmm. a bunch of different reasons, but one of them was um, comedy. Right. And that wow. I, I just decided, like, I love nursing uh, in a way, but I just, um, 
I'm all I can think about now besides my kids <laughs> right and my husband is uh comedy so right, I, I just right, want to do it right. I just love it are you still doing nursing as well yeah or it's just okay not much I have some health issues so I don't um nurse a lot but right yeah and it's working out good yeah, yeah. so it's different I mean you go from being sort of a bigger fish you know in a smaller place mm-hmm to coming what, what, over. What would you say the population of Melbourne is? Melbourne? Oh, it's like 4 million now. Holy mother. It's yeah. like a Toronto. It's a yeah, super city. It's big. Wow. It's so great though. It's bigger than uh, Sydney? Uh, they're about on par okay. now, but it's due to overtake Sydney as right. being the biggest. Yeah. yeah. What's it like living in Australia? Oh, it's so good. Like, I mean, first of all, it must be like people everywhere, right? In Melbourne? In people? Melbourne, yeah. Yeah. It's... um. It's hot. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. Like, the other day, it was, like, 43 or something oh in Melbourne, God. so I was glad to be here. <laughs> Give me minus 20. I'm how, fine. How do you survive that kind of stuff? Once it even gets over, like, 30, I I'm, know. like, dying. Here. I hate the heat, and mm-hmm. I chose, and I moved to, the like, the hottest place. Yeah, but how does anybody? Hottest can, Western country. Think if you're used to it, it's not so bad, no. but it's just everything's air conditioning, I imagine, you know? Not as much as you would think, actually. Mm. I was really surprised when I moved there. there were, uh, when I first moved there, we didn't have air conditioning in our place i was sharing with a few other people and right. we didn't have air conditioning and it was yeah like 30 degrees at nighttime while you're trying to sleep mm-hmm. it's not comfortable what about uh do you feel safe walking around at night yes yeah really yeah Crime's yeah they've bad. been um well they've, there's been a few things more recently i guess uh with the rise of methamphetamines and stuff you know yeah, everywhere is feeling it so there sure. are a few places that you probably wouldn't want to go but generally yeah it's a really safe place to live. Um, public transport is great. The mm-hmm. food scene and like the art scene is amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very multicultural, like all these things that I love. So right on. Except right that on. it's so far. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost as far as you can get from Winnipeg. Um, so you're a writer. Yes. Would that be in addition to your stand-up writing? Like you write uh, mainly. You... Well, that's referring more to the sort of screenwriting that I've done because mm-hmm. I've got a sitcom pilot that I've been working on um, for quite a while. Really? Yeah, and Was I sort of put it in a drawer, and then I yeah yeah I've it's, I've had producers I the ABC in wow. Australia. Uh, no, no, they didn't pick it up. Don't get too excited. Okay, <laughs> Whoa, ABC. No, 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 no. Uh, which is, uh, so the Australian Broadcasting Corporation, <laughs> okay. the equivalent of the CBC. <laughs> okay. But that would still be exciting. No, they've read it and gave mm. me some really great feedback, but uh, how it works there, they really wanted me to have a producer and it deals with mental health, so it's a little bit touchy, like, mm-hmm. even though it's funny. Uh, but then I've been focusing on my stand-up, so it's kind of like I put it in a drawer and then I take it out and I put it in the drawer again and then I bring it out. So, yeah. Right. Cool. Yep. That's very cool. It's nice to, have, to be able to do that. And you just got to get a good team together, I guess. To, to, yeah, to, to yeah. Get it Producer on. and all that. Yeah. Um, also, it says, uh, of course, you're a nurse. Mm-hmm. Uh, my, myositis. Myositis warrior. Yeah. What is that? Okay, so I have an autoimmune disease called dermatomyositis. Mm-hmm. Um, it if, so most people are familiar with autoimmune diseases these days, mm-hmm. you know, like uh, people have heard of lupus and that kind of thing. Do you yeah. know? Do you know what I'm talking about? I've heard of it. Yeah. <laughs> so like, um, it's sort of in that category. It's but this one affects my skin and my muscles, and it causes fatigue and that kind of stuff. It can cause if, quite if you serious. Exert yourself or something. Or? Yeah, I mean, just daily fatigue. General... I'm on lots of lots of medic medications and like. Are you uh, taking the, medications? Yeah, for yeah. The, uh, wow. I have it monthly, like monthly infusions. If you don't uh, take the medication, you just you can't get out of bed, type thing. Kind of, yeah. And I've got like you can't see because I've got this on, but I've got like these um, bumps that are all over my arms oh, and I that are that, like yeah. when I get lesions and wounds and things. It's right, very right. funny, but. <laughs> and you've had that your whole life? No, I've had that since I was about twenty. Okay. Yeah, and it was sort of quite mild when I moved to Australia. It was mild, and then after I started living there, it got um, a lot worse. You think it's because you're living there? Like, no. is that the reason you're allergic to Australia? <laughs> no. no, Australia's been really good for me. Okay. Actually, yeah, <laughs> so <I'm gonna> make sure <laughs> so much more relaxed than when I moved there. <laughs> <laughs> it's like having cats with a cat allergy. Well, I just take a pill every day, and yeah, and I get oh, to I've live got with one cats. of those too. Yeah, so you want <laughs> to live the there? Yeah. You love it there now. I, I do. Mean, obviously, yeah, it's your life. Every time I come back to Winnipeg, I think, oh, could I live here? Um, but I just love it there so much. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, body positive woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's, is that something? Because I'm, you know, I'm like fat's not a dirty word. I am an overweight person. Right. Well, I, I've been fat pretty much my whole life, you yeah. know, so I, I, I know where you're coming from and you know, it's like, I've always been one to like be very embarrassed about 
by the weight and like you said growing up there's mm-hmm. a lot of name calling in that so it's all about being comfortable who you are exactly it doesn't matter. and you realize now like I realize now that I'm older and I look at younger people and I'm like and I look at my daughter who was built like I was mm-hmm. and I'm just like I was never going to be one of those other people like the really thin framed you know you were holding I was holding yeah. myself to a standard that was never going to happen right. nothing to do with my fault or you know, that sort of thing. Whereas if I just accepted what I was, uh, and I was quite athletic, you know, early on, even though I was like considered big boned or yeah. that's in air quotations, you right, know what right. I mean? Um, and if I just sort of realized early on that I was fine the way I was, I would have been fine, right, you know, right. but then you start the cycle of like dieting and then overeating and dieting and overeating. Yeah, it's the reward after you after you lose five pounds. You're like, oh man, I can't have those that box of cookies, you know? Yeah. Um, what about for, um, a, a health issue? That's the one. The backlash you always hear is like, you do. well, you always hear like, you know, you can't be healthy and a big person at the same time, which is uh, that's basically a myth, right? Like it the, is. I mean, like I, I don't see, like, have. I should have uh, calling myself a body positive warrior. I should have more. Um, uh, statistics at my finger, fingertips or something, but it is, I think, sort of generally accepted now within the body positive movement that that's that that's a myth. Um, now, you know, there's certain things that I'm, you know, I had gestational diabetes, so I am more at risk for getting type two diabetes. Mm-hmm. So I should be a little bit uh, more conscious of my weight and that sort of thing. Like, but there are people who are bigger who are perfectly healthy and there are thin people who are like what they call skinny fat, whose insides are, um, terrible, you know, like they eat fast food, but they're just thin. That's the way their body works. Right. But on the inside, they're not healthy. It's crap. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Um, lover of cheese and sloths. What's that about? Um, I just love cheese. (laughs) Always have. (laughs) Which favorite cheese? Oh gosh. That's, Oh, it's hard to say. Like, I'm pretty much just like a plain marble cheese. Anything melted. Yeah, like pizza's my favorite thing, so... Yeah. Oh, yeah. pizza's my favorite thing. It's my favorite food, pizza. Yeah. I could have... What, okay, this this could be on the money shop, but I'm going to ask okay. anyway. Oh, okay, what okay. is your favorite pizza? Uh, okay, oh. I know you're not Winnipeg, though, so where, where do you order pizza from? Where's your favorite place to order pizza from? And even in Melbourne, I don't care. I want to know. Oh... Well, there's one actually in Tasmania. I haven't found my favorite place in Melbourne yet, yeah. which probably means I haven't tried enough. But uh, no, there's a place called Wise Guys uh, in in Tasmania. That's my favorite. Yeah. And there's um, a tandoori chicken pizza. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so you really good. You go for good. the exotic. <laughs> yeah, there's that. Or they have like a Caesar, uh, a, a chicken Caesar pizza, mm. which is good too. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. And the Australians are big on their barbecue chicken pizzas as well, which are... The barbecue. Horrible. Uh, I'm horrible. That one is really bad. Barbecue. That's my Australian. <laughs> I tell you, if you ever go down Highway 59 past the the casino where the casino is, we have a South Beach casino out okay, there on yeah. the way to Grand Beach. Oh, um, yeah. There is a, a, a gas station called Waivers. And in the Waivers, there's a chicken delight. <laughs> and <laughs> all, anybody who's going to the beach, call that chicken delight. 20 minutes in advance, order a pizza from there. I swear it is amazing. It is absolutely amazing. Okay. I recommend it to everybody. Okay. Yeah, I can see no one's really going to order there in the winter. but And they even have slices, so just go in and grab a slice. It's a little expensive, but mwah, so good. Um, <laughs> let's talk about uh, some of the shows you've done already. There's a few other things you've already you've performed. Is yes. it the, the same show? The same, this is the show you're running at yeah, festivals. So, um, and it's called Please and Thank You. Please and Thank You. The first time I did the show was at, in Hobart as, at the fringe of the ed, edge of the world. Yeah. And a fellow Canadian, her name's Gillian English. Um, she started that festival because she lives in Tasmania now. Where's she from? Nova Scotia. Nova Scotia. Okay. Yeah. So you moved up there and started a fringe festival? That's pretty funny. Yeah. And well, she was, she was based in Toronto, so she knows a lot of the Toronto people. And right. She's got the hookups. Yeah. She's a touring comedian, so she tours her one-woman shows all over the world as For well. For sure. Yeah. Edinburgh. I guess that's kind of where she, you want to take she yours, goes to Edinburgh. right? Yep, she does. Uh, yeah, eventually. It's so expensive. It's like burning money going to Edinburgh. <laughs> I thought it was like printing money, like when you're, if your show's a success and everyone comes yes. out, it's all the paper, you get the glory. But yes, but um, most people <laughs> are just throwing a bunch of money away, right. apparently. It's mm. the biggest fringe festival 
in the world. Right. And how was how was this French festival? The uh, this one. What was the first first one? Hobart. Yeah, and she's doing it again this year. I'm not there because I'm here Mm -hmm. in Winnipeg instead. Right. Yeah, it's at the start. But the 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 first experience was good for you. Great. Great. Yeah, it was just one a one off performance. Mm Uh, and then I decided, uh, so throughout the year, I um, was uh, refining a lot of my jokes and looking at the structure of the show, uh, but because, because I'm a procrastinator, <laughs> mm-hmm. a lot of that happened later. But I, can, I said to myself, right, I'm going to do the Fringe Festival, because a lot of comedians do the Fringe Fest, the Melbourne Fringe Festival, as sort of a trial to try and hone their shows prior yeah. to the festival the season in the next year. Yeah. 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 So how did that go for you? You, you did that? It was good. Yeah. 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 So um, I had six nights at the Melbourne Fringe Festival. Mm-hmm. I had people come money? to watch me. No. Oh, that's the thing, eh? <laughs> it's hard Will to you make, make money. money. Yes. Yeah. Any I'm fringe. still learning because uh, I'm self-producing. So mm-hmm. uh, I'm still learning a lot about it. And it also has to do with a lot of the connections that you have. And so a lot of the people are Melbourne-based originally. And yeah. so they have more. you got a little bit of a following. You've been there years and years. You're going to get yeah, a good crowd. So I've been doing a lot of work on my socials and trying to. On my socials. <laughs> um, I'm just yeah. going to get through the rest quick. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, and uh, you also performed improv stand up. Oh, I have. Or, or going to. It's on your, it's on your oh, list of dates. Oh, I did do it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's called Off the Cuff. Uh, and basically, <laughs> I was terrified to do it. That's why I decided to do it. Right. So basically, you turn up and they, you have five minutes and uh, they have a projector and they put prompts for you and you have to just come up with something on the spot. So basically, you kind of stream of consciousness. You try and construct a joke. Right, right. Just based that. on a theme or an yeah, idea. Yeah, and you either, you know, you either hit on something or you die. Right. <laughs> and then you make fun of the fact you died and you bring them back. Exactly. You get them back. That was that, it. That I had like my first word was dildo and so I just oh, no. made up a story about my first vibrator. <laughs> a haiku perhaps? <laughs> That might have been good. Yeah, yeah. That's it. That's good. So yeah. that was a good experience. That was the only time you did it, the one time? That was the one time, yeah. And you had a couple, you have a couple, of, you had a couple other dates in October where you did some stand-up there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've, um, I haven't, as I said, I haven't updated my website. But yeah, I do. Most of, on my Facebook page, I usually update right. that and fairly Right, and your Facebook regular. page, I got all that info oh. right here, is yep. uh, Catherine M. Comedy. Mm-hmm. Your Twitter is Kazzy Comedy. And then your Instagram is Catherine Kazzy K. Catherine Kazzy K. Yeah. All right. And uh, so, and also, you know, you could search and Google Catherine McClintock. That's Catherine with a C. McClintock is M C C L I N T O C K. And that's dot com. Right on. So go check that out. Eventually, you're going to update your webpage. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> Once again, I've so impressed. Busy. It's great. You got a lot of great <laughs> stuff on your webpage. Uh, all the links are there too. So really, that's where you want to go. Yeah. CatherineMcClintock.com. Yeah. Okay, Catherine McClintock. It is the Manitoba Money Shot time. In your face will be coming 100 questions, and the idea is you have to answer them quick and fast and correct. 90% of your answers must be correct to the questions, and if you succeed, you will receive the money shot. Are you excited? Yes. Are you ready? No. Okay. <laughs> you think we're going to do this, though, right? We can okay. do this. We yeah, can do yeah. this. Okay. And for Catherine McClintock, tonight's money shot is... $15.45. <laughs> if you're traveling to the University of Manitoba and you need a chill place to stay, free Wi-Fi and free parking, call the Crooked Shelf. 204. 269.118 Receive 10% off your bill by saying Kyle Satan! What, would you, what name would you give yourself at birth? Uh, Stacy. Name a redhead. Uh, Anna of Green Gables. Who does your hair? Uh, Brigine. What do you put ketchup on? Hot dogs. Have you uh, tried ketchup chips? Yes. Uh, name a brand of potato chip. Uh, Miss Vicky's. Are you on Facebook? Yes. Are you on Twitter? Yes. Are you on Instagram? Yes. Are you on Hotmail? Do you yes. have a Hotmail account? Uh, are you on Tinder? No. Uh, does your, does a bear shit in the woods? Yes. <laughs> do you, would you do dishes? Yes. Favorite burger joint? Uh, 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 Macca's. Macca's. Worst burger joint. Ew. Uh, the worst one. Uh, 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 Yuck. uh, 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 Disgusting. uh, grilled. 
Uh, it's called grilled. Mm-hmm. Okay, bacon or sausage? Uh, bacon. Name a party game. Uh, uh, categories. Are you good at darts? No. Have you painted a new body in an art class? No. Uh, favorite subject in school? Math. Bring lunch or buy lunch? Buy. Uh, first car purchased? Uh, uh, the Inferno. Name a Disney film? Uh, Pocahontas. Name a non-Disney film? Uh, Austin Powers. Uh, name a president on Mount, on Mount Rushmore? Uh, <laughs> uh, 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 Nixon. Nixon. No, he's not. He's not. <laughs> uh, what, do, what do horses eat? <laughs> hey. Uh, last place you shopped at? Uh, Safeway. Have you been on a dirt bike? No. Have you ever dated a dirt bag? Yes. Do you own a vacuum? Yes. Will you see Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker? No. Uh, what Star Wars character is in Return of the Jedi? Uh, Name any Star Wars character. Chewbacca. Very good. Tea or iced tea? Uh, iced tea. Iced tea or ice cube? Oh, ice, ice, Baby? ice cube. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, have you uh, ever solved a Rubik's Cube? Uh, if you count taking the stickers off, yes. Uh, what do you collect? Um, uh, sloths. What do you not collect? <laughs> uh, belly button lint. <laughs> uh, real Christmas tree or fake Christmas tree? Fake. Name a movie featuring a dog. A dog. Uh, uh, up. Last concert attended. Oh, uh, fuck. I saw, um, uh, Coldplay. Uh, name a, a planet next to Jupiter. Uh, Uranus. What, fl- <laughs> what flavor of milkshake know. would you order? Uh, strawberry. Your favorite movie? Um, Shawshank Redemption. Nice. Your second favorite movie? Uh, um, Empire Records. Your third favorite movie? <laughs> uh, Schindler's List. Ooh, the worst movie ever made is? Oh, um, far Wait. out. This is going to take me, I don't know. Come on. I don't know. I don't know. All I don't right. know. I'm not going to speed. Right. I'm not going to speed. Yeah, pass. All right. Name a Beastie Boy. Oh, oh, Mike something? Mike something? I'll take it. Name a Beastie Boy song. Um, oh, oh you got to fight for your right to, to party. party. Have you ever climbed a mountain? <clears throat> yes. Have you ever been on a TV game show? No. Who hosted Saturday Night Live in 2019? Oh, 2019. Any Scarlett host? Johansson? Scarlett Johansson. Zwing. Do you like bugs? No. Do you like drugs? No. Do you like hugs? Yes. Do you remember Dig Dug? No. Name a video game. Uh, uh, Pac-Man. Pac-Man, very good. <laughs> uh, name something with raisins. Mm, uh, oatmeal raisin cookies. Name an artist who sang on the classic Do They Know It's Christmas. Do they? Uh, my, uh, George Michael? George Michael, yes. Uh, name a Monty Python movie. Oh, uh, The Holy Grail. <laughs> and The Holy Grail. Monty Python and The Holy Grail. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Would you eat fruitcake? No. Can you play guitar? Uh, no. Uh, do you like cornflakes? No. Do you like camping? No. Do you like the beach? No. Name a beach. Uh, Winnipeg Beach. <laughs> uh, name a brand of gum. A brand. A brand. Trident. Who? Have you fired a gun? No. Favorite board game? Uh, uh, Cranium. Uh, name a property on Monopoly. Uh, boardwalk. Name. Have you been to Brandon? Yes. Uh, have you been to the Morris Stampede? Do you eat peach, uh, pickles? Yes. Ugh. Uh, name a, give me a baby name. Uh, Ava. No, what's the worst baby name? Uh, Nevea. What's the best cereal? Uh, cinnamon oh my God, Toast 20 Crunch. 20 seconds. Best pizza topping? Uh, pepperoni. Uh, best comic to see live? Oh, oh, um, Daniel Sloss. What day of the week is your favorite? Uh, Saturday. Worst day of the week? Uh, Monday. Best holiday? Uh, Christmas. Uh, have you participated in Silver October? Three seconds. No. What about the November? Are you still drunk? No. Fucking fuck. Fuck. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I I don't. I had this thing happen in high school where we had a pop quiz and it was like timed like this, and I fell off my stool. I was so stressed about it. Yeah. And my friends to this day still tease me about it because I fell off the stool and I said. Anything to do with speed, Catherine loses. <laughs> so that's probably not funny for you, but that'll be for all my high school friends uh, listening to this. Okay. Um, and that's how I felt 
during this. Well, I'm so sorry. It was funner. It was funner. It was fine. Yeah, it yeah. was cool. Once again, thank you for coming and doing this. Thank you. Uh, it's been a real pleasure meeting you, and I hope your comedy career is long and thriving and all the people that are coming to your friend show. Yeah. So, oh, there's one more thing. What is it? You get a holiday gift. I do? Yeah, hold on. It's right over here. I actually picked this out yesterday for you. Aww. I want you to open it up and get your reaction right on the show. And then and Australians then would call here. this a prezi. A prezi. Oh wow. Yeah, I got you a little prezi. I'm very excited. One one I give one present a year. Do you really? Yeah. <gasps> Oh, love it. I love it. Isn't that great? This is the Steve Martin Born Standing Up book. Mm -hmm. Yes. He's amazing. Uh, It is a great read. Yeah. I Actually, I think I got it from the library originally. And then I saw it uh, at a used bookstore. And I'm like, I had your name on it. So I thought, there you you. go. As a a special little thanks uh, for coming to the show. Have a great trip back to Australia. And uh, I look forward to seeing your website updated. Yes, I will do. Right on. All right. (laughs) Thanks again. Bye.